I'm here today, once again, still in my hotel room, getting ready for the 2022 State Wrestling Tournament to begin, where I have four wrestlers competing tomorrow in Virginia Beach. But I've got another episode of Backpoints to share, this one with the legendary wrestler from Pocosin, Victor Jackson. Victor Jackson was an amazing wrestler, and he tells some incredible stories, both about his own wrestling experience on the mat, but also about how his team was able to come together to win a state title against very challenging odds. As always, don't forget to support our sponsor by buying Buddy Lee Jump Ropes. Honestly, I can't believe I've got to keep telling you people that if you want to jump rope, you should be using a Buddy Lee Jump Rope. These are the best jump ropes there are, but if you don't know that by now, there may not be any hope for you. So go to BuddyLeeJumpRopes.com and order some jump ropes. Now, let's hear from the great Victor Jackson. He taught me to get up when I didn't want to get up, when I wanted to quit. I had high goals, man. I've always had high goals. And so when I won it, I was just kind of like, oh my gosh, you guys are right. It's not the thrill of winning. It's the joy of having that personal goal and being able to achieve that and walk off the mat with your head held high and with your hand up. That just fueled my fire and I was in every state championship match from there on until I graduated. That was when I really started doing the kind of wrestling that I was capable of. Anybody that steps in the ring and just decides to commit the entire time is a state champion in my, in my book. I'm here today with the great Victor Jackson of Pocosin High School. I've wanted to talk to Victor Jackson for a long time. This is going to be a great episode. Victor Jackson was second in the state in 1997, and then he won two state titles in 1998 and 1999 after transferring from Wilson High School to Pocosin High School. He's had many other wrestling accolades, including winning the Beast of the East Tournament and finishing third in the country at high school nationals. Victor, thank you so much for joining us for Backpoints. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, it's an honor. Thank you. So why don't we start at the beginning? How did you get into wrestling? How old were you? What, what were the circumstances? So I was um, eight years old. Um, and uh, actually, my Aunt Sonia that I was just speaking with earlier, um, Aunt Sonia, she, uh, she had invited me uh, to come to a wrestling practice. She said, I found uh, some program you know they're having a wrestling and i i remember just being uh being nervous you know um you know you, you i was pretty darn scared um i thought it was going to be you know the wwf you know the way they you know <laughs> wwf stuff i thought i was gonna get slammed on my head you know yeah i was nervous <laughs> uh, but uh lo and behold you know she she talked me into it and uh i'm glad she did yeah <laughs> sports she, take my life were there any other um, wrestlers in your family or anything like that? Or she just no. thought, thought, no, you no, it, it's, it's funny. Cause, uh, cause her sons were supposed to go out with me and they never went, but I did. So here, here we are, you know, she made a lifelong wrestler, um, actually shaped my wrestling, shaped my life, you know, more than just wrestling, you know, um, completely shaped my life. I'd say. Well, I'd love, to, I'd love to, to follow up on that in just a second, but why, why don't we talk a little bit about what, what was wrestling like for you in the beginning? Were you, were you good at it pretty much immediately, or did you have to go through in the beginning, you know, kind of a, a learning curve? You know, what was that like? Um, so wrestling in the beginning for me um, was, 
I got pinned the first match. You know, I, I that's that's what I remember. I remember getting pinned, and I remember being on my back, um, and I remember looking up, and I remember thinking, man, I can't get this guy off of me. I can't breathe. Um, this has got to be the hardest thing I've ever went through in my life. Um, and, uh, and, 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 and for some reason, uh, I, I, I went right back again, you know, I showed up again. So what, what kind of coaches did you have in the beginning? Um, in the beginning, um, I had a coach that, uh, coach Thacker, um, and, uh, coach Thacker's, uh, the man, he, uh, he coached uh, many, many good people. Um, he coach would, uh, he just, he, he, he coached, uh, I, he, he coached the, he, he knew what, he knew what he saw. He saw in, in a person, you know, he saw that, uh, that there was a tough kid in me and, um, and he saw that I also had, um, a little bit of a mouth, you know, um, I was a, not only a tough kid, but I was a tough mouth and, uh, and he knew how to bring the best out of me. Um, he, he would, um, literally make me outwork everyone. Hmm. And that's how I won in the beginning. That's okay. it. Was <laughs> that, was that, uh, what, what years were, th- uh, did you work with coach Thacker? Was that you? Yes, that was youth, youth wrestling, Hampton Jaguars. Uh, okay. We were Hampton Jaguars. Um, there's names like Brian Stith. Uh, he actually uh, was second in the NCAAs. He wrestled on the Hampton Jaguars with me. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, Brian Stith, uh, he, he beat me. I was third in the state, and he's the, he's the one who beat me. Oh, wow. Yeah, Brian Stith, no oh, way. He, he was real good. Yeah, Brian was very, very good. Um, yeah. So then th- uh, that third in the state is – was very very good you know because uh, like I say Brian was second in uh, NCAA division one uh, for Arizona um, Brian kind of Mike Akers I don't know if that name rings any bells him and I were talking earlier um, actually yesterday I believe we we talked about Brian and how every time we we always bring up Brian so like we we kind of you know we were the older guys that kind of paved the way for Brian and Brian really just he, he did everything perfect he was textbook you know with it yeah. he uh he won the junior nationals. Uh, he won the stop sign that Mike and I just couldn't get. You know, we both, I think Mike and I made it to the finals that year in 1997. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was 1997. After wrestling Slocum uh, that year, uh, we, uh, Mike and I worked out that summer. Um, and uh, we ended up going to the Fargo um, together. And that was, the, that was the first tournament Mike and I really excelled together. We both made it to the finals. That was the that was a run. That so, was tough. So let's let's give people some context about Mike Akers. So he was was he a four time state champion? Four time state champ. Yep, yep. Yeah. Mike was uh, Mike was a four timer. Um, actually, the second ever um, in double A uh, four timer. Him and I, we won uh, two two titles. Actually, I'll tell you an interesting story, uh, Coach Ruff. I don't know. It's probably fast forwarding it to. Well, this is fast forwarding sure. a little to our. Uh, to how we won our t- team title our senior year um coach ruff he uh he looked at mike and i and he said uh he said i'm gonna need a tech fall and a pin out of both of you guys so we can uh wrap this title up <laughs> and that's how we're going to beat christiansburg <laughs> wow it's like, it's like a tech and a pin in the finals huh coach <laughs> so, 
<laughs> All right, cool. We'll do right. it. We got you. So that is jumping ahead to, to a topic that I really do want to hear about. So actually, so let's just, let's just jump to that. So, and then we'll come back to some of the earlier career. So, um, so, so you, you guys beat Christiansburg, which had won a whole bunch of state titles, I think. 19. Um, 19 state titles and you beat right. them. Yeah. And now was Grundy, they were, they were single A or were no, they, they, I, I believe this is no. This was we were all together. That's that what point. I thought. That's what I yeah, thought. So, so you, could, yeah. So Christiansburg had had like taken over like Grunt. Well, Christians. It was between Christiansburg and Grundy, and I think Christiansburg had won it the year before. Or Grundy had won like nineteen in a row, and then Christiansburg yeah. had won one or two. And it, it was it was back when the state was everything was tough, man. Yeah. Um, the to have to get through Christiansburg and Grundy and double A was, you know, it meant you did something as a team. You were pretty darn good, I think, you know, as a team, you know. Yeah, but both of them were nationally ranked. Um, yeah. not, I can't remember where, but but Grundy, yeah, Grundy was the one that had the really long run, and then Christiansburg was just starting their run. Coach, Coach uh, what was it, Coach uh, Kevin, um, uh, Kevin Dresser, yeah, yeah, from Dresser. Iowa, and yeah. then and then they also had, um, Daryl Weber, who was also Darryl. a national champ from Iowa. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so, interestingly, interestingly enough, Mike and I both were coached um, by the same style of Keith Morlam. I don't know if that – well, I mean, obviously, everybody knows Keith Morlam from the state of Virginia. Mm -hmm. um, he was the one – he was the very first one to bring Iowa um, to Virginia. And, uh, Mike and I were pretty blessed um, as young and uh, young guys. We were – I think we were we, well first we got coach darkest and i guess we could uh coach darkest was from iowa state and he was very good man i remember that guy would tell you he'd tell you to go out and kick that guy's butt and you did it <laughs> that's <laughs> it you know I, I i remember once coach darkest that i mean that's that's how i ended up second in uh that's how i i, I beat mike Perizzola. i mean mike Perizzola. Um, was was when we were growing up the best, you know, one of the best, if not the best, uh, from Pennsylvania. At, uh, you know, uh, 132 is uh, the weight class that I I, I wrestled him in. Uh, Coach Darkus, you know, he had this um, this this aura about him when when he would get in your corner, you would just feel like you were unstoppable. Mm -hmm. He he says, Victor, you know, let's let's get it. And he, he goes, does that little thing. And he's, you imagine this little short guy, you know, he's uh, no bigger than 125 pounds, you know, and he used to kick our butts all over the mat, you know, um, but it was great. You know, he would, uh, he had an interesting style. Um, he was second in the world, actually, Coach Darkus was. Um, second in, uh, yeah, in the world. Um and I can't remember what weight, but he wrestled for Bobby Douglas at Iowa, and he was mm -hmm. a PA guy as well. Um, but yeah, he uh, he motivated me to beat Parizola that year at uh, Cadet Nationals. Uh, I ended up uh, it was nine to seven. Um, that was uh, that's a match that a lot of my friends and I we still talk about. You know, it's uh, it's uh, if I could if I could have got through Coit in the finals though, then I would have done something. You know, that's uh, yeah. Every time I went to a national tournament, it feels like I was one, I was one match, you know, one match shy of that title. And I, you know, so 
that's that's gonna haunt me forever you know forever yeah. wrestling right um Sure. Yeah. Yeah, there, there are always matches that we want to get back. Oh man, if I could get back on the mat with that guy. So, interesting story. Nine to two was what Coit Cooper beat me, and Coit was, uh, I don't know, five-time world team member. So I, I was up against that guy. You know, he was the outstanding wrestler of the Greco that year at Cadets. He was outstanding wrestler like every year. You know, he was the not just. I was at the weight class, you know, so if I were going to win, I would have had to go through him. But that score, if we rewind back to the 10th grade, uh, Richard Slocum, um, it's funny, he beat me in the finals 9-2, same same score. Um, hmm. I don't know what that 9-2 is, but then three weeks later in freestyle, I got to wrestle Richard Slocum, and I beat him 9-2. <laughs> Something about that score. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I don't know, fast forward that same summer, um, uh, rest in peace, Richard Slocum, you know, he ended up, uh, passing away, uh, that summer, um, great competitor, you know, he was very, very tough, tough wrestler. Um, unfortunately that year he, um, he passed away that year, but, uh, yeah, that, so then quick, quick, quick beat me nine to two, same score, you know, I don't know, maybe, uh, something with that score, yeah. nine to two. So, so tell me about the state. So, so Picosin as a team ended up winning the state tournament. You beat teams like Grundy and Christiansburg, which were nationally ranked, amazing teams, and you beat them. Uh, did you guys, as a team, plan to beat them? Were you? Did you talk about that? Were you guys gunning for? Was it all about the individual scores? for like your state title and Mike Aker's state title, or, or did you guys have a real cohesive team that really wanted to be number one as at the team level? Um, I and Mike and I um, had wrestled our whole life together. You know, um, okay. we, we, we were lucky enough to, to have coach Morlam, coach Darkus, coach Joe Boone, coach Boone. I mean, coach Boone, um, and he brought the meanness to the to the bunch, you know. He uh, he 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 taught you how to just be brutal, you know. Um, so Mike and I have been trained, you know. You got to figure by the best of the best, you know, for all these years. And uh, and I was fortunate enough to 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 transfer to Pocosin and uh, where Mike and I were able to push each other. We were just talking about it, like imagining if we would have went to college together. Wow. I mean, I could only imagine what we'd have done for each other there. Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, those coulda, woulda, man, you know, things that uh, we discussed. But uh, so, so Mike, so Mike and I had, um, we just believed we can do anything, you know, like when your coach comes up to you before the state finals and says, I'm going to need a tech fall and a pin out of you guys so we can wrap this thing up. And your answer is okay. Like then, you know, that's that's really that's that's it. You know, that's where we were mentally. Mike and I knew, um, and we were gunning for Christiansburg ever since uh, we lost in the uh, Virginia Duels in the American. It was the top top gun division back then. It was the top gun division. They beat us as a team, and and ever since then, you know. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, I was kind of the, I guess you could say the captain of the team. Um, um, I, uh, I don't, 
I don't believe there's nothing that can ever stop anyone. You know, I'm that type of guy. I'm that guy that thinks he can do anything, yeah. you know, walk on somebody's boat and throw a spear into a tuna, you know, um, and, and magically things happen sometimes, you know, I get lucky. Um, but, um, you know, at any rate, that's, that's what, that's what we said. I'm going, we're going to beat, we're going to win. We're going to win a state title, you know, and that's it. We're going to win a team state, state title. And, uh, lo and behold, um, we did it. We, uh, Mike, Mike pinned this guy. Um, I don't, I think he pinned him sometime in, in the first period. And, and then I teched my guy, um, in, in the first period. And wow. uh, we, uh, we, we did it, you know, I remember, you know, a uh, minute and 47 seconds, we, 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 we were done. That was it, you know. Now, was uh, that your first state title or your second state title? That was my second. Uh, my first one, um, I, I wrestled a uh, guy from King George. Um, I think uh, that was, uh, that was uh, that I pinned the first, we pinned, you know, we pinned the first year. Uh, but the second year, I was so amped, man. When your coach tells you you got to do this, you know it was. Uh, it's all you have is tunnel vision. Yeah, um, you're trained. You know he trained us properly, and and Coach Ruff trained us, and then we had Coach Ruff, and Coach Ruff trained us four hours a day. Wow. I mean, four hours in high school. These, you know, this. Uh, that's 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 uh that's a good practice length. Yeah, that's, that's pretty that's impressive. Practice. Yeah, that's pretty solid. He uh he yeah. worked it out, man. And I mean that's constant. You know, we by the end of that year, we were drilling nonstop. Like I mean, it'd be yeah. four, four for me high crotches, four four high crotches for Mike. You know, four high crotches for me, four high crotches for Mike. Four sweep singles, four uh, four sweep singles for Mike. You know, um, I mean, just like that. And um, it was um, you 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 become a robot when you train like that. You know, it's kind of like I I you know I've had an opportunity to get in a couple rooms here or there, and I and I try to tell the kids, you know, um, however you practice is how you will compete. You know, if you and, and that's, that's the best thing I could ever teach any, any wrestler, any kid, you know, is however you train is how you will compete your body. It's like now, you know, um, I took probably 16 years off the mat. I didn't forget anything. So my, my body l learned, this is learned behavior, you know, learned, uh, learned, learned skill, you know um your your body it yeah learn almost learn behavior you know you 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 repeat you know what you train so if you train lazy <laughs> you're gonna get lazy yeah. but if you train as hard as you can and every time you take that high crotch you cut the corner your head's up you arch your back um you know you're you you're you're tight in tight you know to the guy's thigh you know all the way down um if you you train with perfect form you're going to hit it perfect in a match yeah and 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 that's all there is to it and that's that's uh you know you you, you when you pull the guy around you make him step boom as soon as he steps and you you practice every time like that you're going to hit it just like that in a match you know um you know, point blank. There's no, 
there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So however you want to win, you know, you want to win, you want to lose. That's however you train. Um, it's that easy. So um, I, for me, I remember I went to the, uh, what's it called? The Jay Robinson intensive camp. Oh um, yeah. And, and that was, I can't remember if that was my sophomore year or my junior year, but in any case, I, I went to that camp and that was where I learned how to do what they called a uh, hard drilling you know, where, you know, I'm sure it's the kind of drilling you did where That's you exactly what I'm discussing, you know, yeah. yeah, you drill hard, you drill perfectly. You know, they, they said, this is like, this is like a college room. This is mm -hmm. how you drill in, in a division one room. And mm -hmm. that changed the way I practiced, you know, that mm -hmm. really got me, you know, cause I started as a freshman and, you know, I didn't, I didn't have a deep level of experience, obviously, you know, so at some point, probably my sophomore, the summer, of my sophomore year, I, uh, I went to that camp and just really got that hammered into me. And it was great experience for me then, you know, really led to all kinds of carryover success. What, what about you? Did you, um, did you always have that mentality of perfect, you know, drilling, hard drilling? Did you have to learn that at a certain point? You know, what, what's your, uh, yeah. So, so I did, I, I, when I came from the Hampton Jaguars, um, I, um, uh, I was, I was just an athlete, you know, I was an athlete, um, with talent, you know, kind of like, uh, some of these wrestlers, uh, you know, that, 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 that come from these, uh, inner city schools, you know, um, that, that I was just a, just a talented athlete and I came to PWA and um, that's when coach Boone got a hold of me. Um, it's uh, funny uh, coach Boone. He, uh, I remember him making me do high crotches up and down the mat for the whole practice. Hmm. And I'd be looking at everybody else wrestling. I'm like saying, Oh, I mean, coach, come on. Like, did you forget about me over here? I'm like, I, I figured it out. And he's like, no, you got to keep doing it, you know? And um, it was like the best thing that ever could happen to me. Uh, you know, so I, 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 you know, I say it, uh, I, I, you know, I tell kids when I'm teaching instruction now, um, the hardest thing, you know, I just tell them to slow down, just stop, slow down. Just listen, I'm going to have you do this and I want you to do it slow. That's, that's the first thing I tell them because I remember myself um, how an un, unlearning a, a behavior, a, a, you know, to your brain is harder than learning something from scratch. Yeah. So, you know, because it's confusing. It, it kind of throws a little confusion factor in there. Um, and uh, so, so it, it was. It was, it was a, little, a little difficult to unlearn the the bad wrestling behavior um so to speak um you know so but but coach boone had no problems making me uh do high crotches up and down the mat <laughs> okay he knew what to do you know he knew what to do and uh and i think i was probably 11 or so but um but to finish that question i was um uh, i was yes at a young age i learned how to hard drill and um, at a very young age and, um, you know, 11, 12 years old is when I learned it. And I learned it uh, from the best. And, uh, and that's when you had Coach Darkus and you had uh, yeah. uh, Coach Morlum. I mean, to, to be a kid and to have this kind of uh, coaching in the room, uh, Coach mm -hmm. Boone from Granby and Oklahoma, uh, 
Sooners, which was like top-notch program back then. And then they had uh, Kevin Darkus, you know, second under Bobby Douglas, you know, um, as a coach and uh, and the second in the world in freestyle. And then Keith Morlam, you know, you I used to watch the the Iowa Dan Gable train video. And from, for us to watch that and then to actually have the coach – you know, that is teaching us like that, that parallels your, your, your yeah. brain, um, to, to, to drill, um, like, the, like the guys from Iowa. Um, I mean, you, you already have them in there and they're speaking to you and it's just motivating, you know, yeah. um, it's just great. Yeah. So that, that was, that was learned at a very, very young age. I, so I, I'd say I was pretty blessed, you know, to, to be able to train like that. It sounds from, like it. From such a young age, you know, um, I really like that that experience you said how he made you do high crotches the whole practice one the day practice. <laughs> the whole practice I mean and as a kid you know you you you're like think he's picking on you or something yeah. you're like come on coach you know <laughs> you know like and I I mean I like my head I'm 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 in that practice in my head right now I mean up and down the mat PWA so there's there's two and a half mats and from one end to the other, you know, the same move. Yeah. Hours, two and a half, three hours. Um, and that's how you unlearn a behavior. You know, I got pretty good. My high crotch, I'd say after coach, you know, uh, put that kind of effort into my high crotch, I ended up, uh, I think, I don't think there was anybody that could stop it. You know, there was really nobody. I took everyone down with that eye crotch. <laughs> so, uh, so I've talked to some great bridge guys and for them, you know, they've got this system at great bridge, you know, obviously everybody knows that, you know, the Martins have the system and, you know, everybody that goes through learns that system. And, you know, you know, I think there is less of an individual. I'm sure that they coach people as individuals there too, but what was that part of it like? Like, did everybody do high crotches at Pocosin under Boone or was there, you know, you came in, maybe you had an amazing high crotch and Akers had, some, you know, a low single. Yep. Yeah. He was the sweet single guy, um, you know, so – it was, uh, I'd say that, that PWA was, um, it was, um, you know, a little more individualized, um, you What's know. What's PWA again? Peninsula Wrestling Association. Okay. Um, and uh, PWA is actually uh, uh, a branch off of the Virginia Duels. So the Virginia Duels um, basically, you know, cr created money um sponsorship uh and you know this is where they brought in these top tier coaches uh for us at pwa so like um anyone from the peninsula you know could could just come join so you had the great pocosin guys you had uh you know guys like brian stith and victor jackson and chris stith and eric thompson and you know randy devlin and you know you had uh you know, all these guys that would mix with, you know, Mike Akers. That's how I met Mike. Oh. You know? um, so, and, um, and, and, um, Frisch Corns, you know, you've, oh, you've yeah. got a lot, a lot, a lot of talent came out of PWA. Um, it, um, it was really, we were really, really blessed to, to, to have this program. Um, so, so, you know, they, they would pretty much, you know, teach, you know, everything and, uh, and then coaches would, you know, just kind of 
individualized. You know, you'd be like, like, like Coach Bo would work on my high crotch. Uh, Mike Akers was a sweet single. Um, uh, you know, I, I was I was never a pinner. Um, Coach, but Coach Boom would would say teach uh, Chris Stith or, or, or Brian Stith. You know, um, you know stuff on top. You know, he, he really didn't. Te- you know, top was not really my deal. I just you know did the little diamond and push him. You know, and uh, and and that's it. You know, I've never been a pinner. You know, but uh, but but you know so. That, yes, that's uh, that's about as far as you know. Is is that uh, um, it, it was more of um, individual, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. so was there wasn't there a story about you hand delivering uh, a uh, the you know the trophy or the 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 championship once you guys won the state title to to a teacher who was kind of special? Oh yeah. oh yeah. Well, that's pretty wild. Yeah. So. Um, that you that you mentioned that uh, so that that right there actually uh, you really you know kind of took it back you know um, to hold on Victor <laughs> slow down you know it wasn't uh, you know forgot Mr. Hopkins don't you dare um, Mr. Hopkins was uh, you know he's a great teacher um, I remember um, being in high school and uh, this was my history teacher and uh, Mr. Hopkins had been to every state tournament um, Pocosin had uh, we had lost to Grundy mm-hmm. and he probably was I, I would like to think Mr. Hopkins probably saw us win last time you know before then and that was years prior mm-hmm. so Mr. Hopkins um, made it very special I, I forgot uh, and I'm glad you brought that up I can't I, that would do that would be bad um, so Mr. Hopkins we we that was the deal. We were going to win it for Mr. Hopkins. Okay. So, so Mr. Hopkins was battling cancer, um, that year. Um, and, um, Mr. Hopkins came the year prior. Um, and, uh, and we, we, we just couldn't pull it off. You know, it, it was Grundy and Christiansburg was very, very tough back then. Very tough. You know, very highly ranked, you know, ranked very high uh, nationally. Um, but uh, so that so that 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 1999 um, fast forward, and, uh, you know, Mr. Hopkins, uh, he didn't even go to school the last two weeks of school, mm. but he came to the state tournament. Wow! So uh, that that tells you what type of fan he was, um, mm. and uh, so. So th- so that meant a whole lot to us as a team, you know. And uh, so every point. Um, you know, that, uh, that, that, that we put on the board, you know, was, was for Mr. Hopkins, you know, um, we, we, we really, uh, and it took every one of us as a team, um, you know, it did, like I say, I told you how it came down to Mike and I have to, you know, the, the pressure, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, that, that, that I guess one would have felt had he not been prepared, um, you know, um, but it took every single point to get to that position, to even get that question, you know, from your coach, you know, that, that you got to get a pin and a tech ball in the state finals to, to win the team state title, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, wow. yeah, Mr. Really that Oh, we, that was awesome, man. Once my match wrapped it up, see, we had Jacob Inge, my, my 60 pounder, um, Jacob tore his MCL. What a tough guy he is, or ACL, excuse me. Oh, completely tore it in half 
um, two months prior to the state tournament. And uh, that's why coach said that to us. You know, he's like, look, man, we're not going to leave it up. to We're not going to leave it up to Jacob um, mm. because that's a lot of pressure on him. He has no ACL, none. You know, it was like torn in half. Um, so he hadn't practiced, you know, since then. And, you know, like he couldn't, you know, he couldn't practice, you know, um, at all for two months and uh jacob pulled it off you know he pulled it off i think he wow. won like six to two or something i don't know how he did it with with no acl whatsoever you know wow. he uh he actually ended up becoming a ranger so that's that's how he did it he's okay. tough as all you know he's, he's one so. tough he's one tough guy you know um he's he's now still a ranger you know jacob's uh jacob's very very tough um mentally you know um but yeah, man, I tell you, Mr. Hopkins, we did it. We we wheeled him right on down there to get that title and uh, to get that trophy. And uh, man, it was great. It made Mr. Hopkins' uh, evening. It made, you know he passed I'm away like than that. Yeah, he passed away less than two days after that. You wow. know, you could only imagine how good that felt as a kid. Yeah, um, I can imagine as a kid to 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 wheel Mr. Hopkins down there. And uh, I mean, I could picture him in my wow. You know, to to wheel him down there, your teacher, you know, and, and he used to stay after with me, you know. You know, history was a tough for me, you know. So Mr. Hopkins used to spend time with me after class and uh make sure that I um uh, you know, I was learning his his subject, you know. He loved history and, and and actually it's one of my one of my you know, I enjoy it myself, you know, I, I enjoy it, you know, I just yeah had a had our time with it and, and Mr. Hopkins he, he was there for us, you know. That's awesome. I mean, I'm sure that was an amazing experience for him as well. Yeah, I was really, really happy to see him. He was very, very happy to hold that trophy up. He held the trophy up, and uh, wow. yeah, I wish I had a picture to show you in my hands right now. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. uh, it was a very special experience, you know, um, for for a whole team, you know, yeah. a whole town. As a matter of fact, it was for our whole town. Our whole town followed us there. Um, I don't believe um, I could have asked for any better of a more picture perfect textbook um, way to win. Um, but after that, that finals match of mine, uh, you imagine 2000 fans standing up, you know, um, the whole town, the whole town followed us there. Wow. Uh, you know, we still hear, hear stories, you know, today that, uh, you know, people coming in on private jets and, um, you know, like it was, uh, you know, it was pretty neat because yeah. in the whole town, 2000 people were standing up in that, wow. that arena, um, you know, and, uh, and, and, and the Grundy's, you know, it's, uh, Grundy's my friends now, you know, I've got, yeah. uh, they always have, uh, <laughs> but, but, but during the wrestling, you know, we weren't exactly, uh, Sure. Um, but uh but but Grundy was it man it was uh you hear nothing but silence from that side and uh and and there was no silence before that moment you know on yeah. that side never no silence uh that Grundy golden wave would would stand up and 4,000 fans stood up over there you know they had they had their whole town and everybody in the town next to them you know Buchanan County and uh yeah, right. and town over you know yeah uh, everybody supporting wrestling from there and uh, and it's really like that i've actually just yeah. visited grundy um recently um and uh this past year it was a great experience man that that place uh thrives wrestling that's yeah. uh that's a wrestling town 
that's it's that's a real wrestling town yeah man. i'd love to uh, yeah I, i've actually never been down to uh to visit but i'd like to do that I, and i'm gonna have uh i think his name's tass robertson is that, oh, is that yeah. he, he'll be on the show before long tass is a great guy um i actually you want to hear it's so much of a wrestling town that that my my wife and i at the time uh we uh we actually had uh we had a um a police escort to wrestling practice wow <laughs> i mean if you you know it's pretty funny the you know the guy that hosts us you know we stayed yeah. at airbnb uh he uh great guy yeah. beautiful home um he uh you know he's he was all excited victor you going to wrestling practice he shows up he says i'll be at the house i'll, I'll be at the house i'll meet you there and uh you know so and so time and man he shows up and man we get in the car he's ready to go man we, <laughs> we get in the car we start to drive and and He's he's a police officer, you know. Yeah. He's like a, a detective or something there, you know. And yeah. man, we just drive there. Next thing you know, there's another there's another one or something, man. And we just we're 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 rolling on through the town, going to wrestling practice, right? Awesome. Going to practice, you know. Um, talk about a wrestling town. I I don't believe I've ever seen anything like it, you know. It's uh, it's pretty awesome, you know. That's yeah. uh, guys they, they 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 eat, breathe, and uh, now I see why they were such great competition for us you know yeah. um mountain boys there man it's, yeah. uh, you 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 eat sleep and breathe wrestling uh, so, so that that's so okay so that's a good um a, a good point so i know that there they eat breathe you know year-round wrestling what was your year-round routine you know did you wrestle wrestling. okay so you wrestled year-round wrestling yeah, yeah. um wrestling from the time i was 12 um it became a year round sport, um, you know, all the you way. Ever, did you do any other sports? No, no, I thought, well, yeah, hold on. I did. I tried, I, I went out for football and it got in the way of wrestling. So, okay. I quit. you know, that's, uh, nothing will get in the way of wrestling. You know, it's, uh, it's one of those sports, you know, where you had to have a hundred percent dedication, yeah. uh, if you wanted to win, you know, um, I remember, uh, speaking of dedication. So like, uh, cutting weight, you know, I don't know, you know, cutting weight. I, I believe I did that one time. Um, and coach Boone, he's a part of that story too. He, uh, he talked me down. Uh, so after getting second in uh, cadet nationals at, uh, 132, I had to come up to junior nationals the next year. And uh, Co coach Boone said, uh, man, you better, I wrestled 132. Man, you got to get out on the 123. I'm like, one what? No, coach, I can't make that. 123. <laughs> I weighed like 140 something, you know, um, 144 maybe. Yeah. You know, and I was pretty solid. I had no fat, you know. Sure. Um, but you know, wrestling back then, you know, so did everybody else. That's so, right. So what were you going to do? You're going to win or lose, you know, you better get it the right weight. And that's, that's it, you know? So, so lo and behold, uh, coach, coach talked me into going 123 and, uh, it was my first year at juniors. And if I didn't, uh, wrestle 123, I don't know what would have happened. But, uh, so I, I made it, uh, I made it, I, you know, I started cutting weight. And next thing you know, it was like pretty easy. Right. By junior national camp, I was already 125, and things just looked very easy. It looked like it was going to be smooth sailing, and then I think it was Nate Parker talked me into going to Wendy's with him or something, right? So we, we go to Wendy's up at uh, junior training camp, 
and it ruined my weight. It ruined my weight, man. It, uh, that, that cheeseburger stuck on me. And uh, I remember being out at Fargo and Mike Akers and I setting up at four o'clock in the morning the night before. I, I had called home. I, I was ready. I quit. I was done. I said, there's no way. I'm not going to make weight. Um, I weighed like 126 or something. I was three pounds over still, you know. Um, and I was like, forget this, man. And, I, and I'm not a quitter, you know. I just I didn't feel like I could get them last three pounds off no matter what. Yeah, you know it was uh, it was sticky out there. I remember it was mosquitoes all over the place that year. You know, and I was outside running. I just couldn't get no weight to drop. The cheeseburger was stuck on me. <laughs> you know, so uh, but finally, I I don't know. Somehow we figured out how to drop the the cheeseburger and uh, up all night long the night before weigh-ins. I'll never forget it. I uh, I wrestled a guy named Jeff Ratliff uh, in my very first match, and I I I made it like. 30 seconds, and then I died, you know. I had no energy, you know. Yeah. Um, I think Jeff beat me. Uh, he was from Marion, Ohio. He ended up becoming an All-American a couple times or something out at Iowa State, Ohio State. Um, um, but uh, Jeff uh, Jeff beat me that match, and, uh, and then I wrestled. Uh, after that, I filled out, you know. Coach wanted me at the right weight, and I I I won nine straight after that, um, and and I ended up uh, I ended up getting fifth because of the round robin. Um, mm -hmm. But I beat a uh, uh, Ryan Lewis. He was uh, I think he ended up he might have become an NCAA champ or second at least mm -hmm. at, out of Minnesota. Um, I beat him. Uh, he was nine to seven or so, and uh, no, like the second or third, you know, All American round match or something. He ended up winning it um, because of round robin points. Um, Ryan won that match that year, you know, even though I beat him. Um, and then the following year, I never went back. You know, I, I should have. I probably would have won it. Yeah. You know, those things, right? You look back and you say, man, you know, um, if I would have done something a little bit different, I wonder what would have happened, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, that's uh, – I mean, how could you go to juniors your first year and, and then and then and then uh, not go your second? You know, I don't know what I was thinking. I was I was thinking, uh, I don't know, not smart. Do Do you think you just wanted a break? You wanted to? I was burnt out. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Because that year, that senior year, um, that was the year the the USA team USA came to wrestle us. Okay. Um, I don't know if you remember that. There was uh. It was called the Dream Team. Yeah. Uh, came to the Lake Taylor High School, and uh, uh, it was uh, Virginia versus the United States of America. You know, okay. yeah. And uh, <laughs> and there was the best of the best. You know, yeah. was, uh, I think there was uh, guys like Tyrone Lewis and uh, um, Zach Roberson. That was uh, oh yeah. He was a five-time state champ or something from Kansas. He never lost. He never lost once. He was like 155 and zero, I think he was. Mm. And but there was all the guys like that, you know, from California, you know, you name it. And uh, so they came and, um, you know, that was uh, Mike. Uh, yeah, I think Mike and I were pretty burnt out. You know, him. That was my. That was my go. Mike and I were best buds back in high school, and we still are. We talk today, like three hours ago, you know, my best friend, you know, um, pretty awesome. I don't That's think we, it's funny. Cause you know, he said, uh, he said, Victor, I don't think we ever got mad at each other. You know, like 
people get upset. You know, we drilled really, really hard. You know, the Minnesota, the way you learned out there. I mean, Mike and I, if we, if I had a video of the way we drilled, man, it was textbook. I, I, I have, I have some of the perfect memories of just balls to the wall, you know, um, nonstop in each other's face, you know, um, after we would drill, we'd, we'd go live and, you know, I mean, just yeah. try to kill each other, you know, I mean, not, not like break bones or anything, right. but we tried to kill each other, you know, on the mat. I mean, I, I wanted to, to beat him bad and he wanted to beat me bad. And that was the only way you got the real thing, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, so, uh, it was, uh, yeah, we were, I would say I was burnt out and I, yeah. you know, it's like when I got third at high school nationals, I, I, I don't believe I should have gotten third. I believe if I would have, wouldn't have been burnt out, mm. I would have worked out the two weeks prior and I would have won it, you know, yeah. um, you know, it's, uh, interesting. I went, um, and visited Neosho County, um, uh, junior college out in Kansas, um, that coach boom wanted me to go to, and then it was going to be Iowa state after that. Yeah. I thought we'd have went his route. Um, and I went and visited that place, and uh, Zach Roberson's father brought him out to work out with me. Uh, okay. And this was when I was still training. Uh, this was two weeks prior to high school nationals. Um, he came. He brought his son, you know, to, to I guess see how we matched up. And I I took I we we it was a it was a good time, yeah. you know. I uh, I if. If I would have kept working out, he, you know, he he would have had a hard time winning that high school national title that he yeah. won. Um, you know, I uh, I don't believe he took me down. I took him down. I was trained very very well, um, but then you know you get burnt out. You know, and wrestling is one of those sports that uh, mm -hmm. where uh, if you don't um, if you don't if you're not at the tip top um of shape you're gonna get your butt kicked and that's all there is to it you know you will not win um so maybe zach wasn't in tip-top shape when we wrestled out there um but two weeks later i wasn't in tip-top shape and uh and uh and i ended up uh losing in the quarters to a, a guy named mike messina he was uh he was a two-time in uh two-time new york state champ okay uh, mike was uh mike was pretty tough he uh he beat me three to two, and um, then he ended up losing uh, to Zach Roberson. I don't remember what their score was, and then I beat him for third place. You know, mm -hmm. so um, just like you and I were talking, uh, you know, I think third place is is uh, is, is is tough. I respect oh, third place. Tough. I respect yeah. third place. You know, yeah, because uh, it's hard to win after you lose. You know, I. Yeah, I agree with that. And I just sort of took for granted that everybody had the attitude that you got to wrestle back hard. You've got to, you know, if you're, you know, you got to get over your disappointment and you've got to make the best of it. And, you know, I, you know, so I didn't really give myself a whole lot of credit for placing third, you know, but, you know, with some, you know, more perspective and, you know, seeing more kids come through who, who have a lot of trouble wrestling back. Now I, now I get it. I, I see much more how, you know what, placing third, they, you know, they, that's not all talk, you know, that is a, that's an accomplishment to be able yes, to, to go through those wrestlebacks, especially you, you lost in the quarters, I think. Yes. Um, you, you had a lot of wrestleback matches. 
Yeah, that was uh, that was a yeah, I got I got in shape, you know, getting yeah. myself back to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it it crushed my. I mean, you know, because yeah. like I say, oh, you you crush your spirit. You know, it's like man, Ooh. I cannot, I can't win now. You know, I I and 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 going from I, I like I say, I visited uh, Neosho, Kansas, and. And I just knew I was going to hands down win this thing. I, I guess I knew a little too much, you know, and that's, that's the point. Of, that's what wrestling's like, you know. Yeah. You get a little too overconfident and you don't work out. Um, well, somebody's going to show you that you can lose. Yeah. Um, and that's what happened. I, I don't believe if I were in the shape that I was in, I seriously don't think that would have. There's yeah. no way. Um, you know, I've uh, – there's no way. You know, I mean, I, I, I literally, you know – went out and and competed with Roberson who won the title um and um and it was uh yeah. definitely you know it's uh I, I'm embarrassed you know even to this day yeah uh, to, for not working out those two weeks uh it's very embarrassing and it, and it hurts you know it still hurts wrestling is one of those sports you know yeah. you, you wear that loss you wear it forever too <laughs> yeah. you know you wear it forever. So, you know? so tell me, is there any story about how you ended up at Picosin? Because Picosin seems like it was the perfect place for you, but you didn't start off there. You were at Wilson in yeah. the beginning. So, so how did you end up at Picosin? Yes. So, Mike Akers, it's funny, uh, Mike Akers uh, been telling me that I'm going to end up at Picosin the whole time. Come on over here and, and, and work out with me, you know? Come on, you come to Picosin. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking – you know, um, I'm going to kind of talk about, well, so anybody that knows Pocosin, you know, back then it was, uh, it was not exactly a place where anybody of a brown skin mm. would, uh, you'd, you'd be a little nervous, you know? Um, so, you know, um, but it was like the best place, best thing that ever happened, you know, for me, I, it was great. You know, you would, uh, but yes, there was, there was a fear, you know, in going to Pocosin High School, you know, it's like, you know, it was, uh, there's stories, uh, there, you know, that they say, you know, I, I haven't seen them, but, uh, you know, um, where minorities don't want to find themselves out there I after see. dark, you know, from back in the seventies and sixties, you know, this yeah. is, uh, this is that kind of town. So, so for me to, uh, you know, um end up there it's, it's it's pretty neat you know i i uh so i i was uh i was i was taken in um by the thacker you know wrestling family you know they uh um tim thacker he um he he, he took me in and he he, he you know he asked hey you want to wrestle at Pocosin, you know um he had a son curtis um and uh curtis was on the wrestling team at the jaguars yeah. Uh, from the time I, you know, I came up and, uh, he, you know, he, uh, he kind of knew that, uh, you know, that I had the talent, you know, um, to where I needed to be at a good school, you know, and, um, at, you know, at the time we lived in, uh, when he took me in, we lived in Newport News, um, and he, 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 he went and rented a place in Pocos and he's like, man, we gotta, we gotta get you there, you know. Um, we got to get you some good coaching, you know, so, so, and I'm real grateful that, that he, that he did that for me, you know, um, he, you know, uprooted, uh, his, his home, um, and, wow. uh, and, and moved us on out to, to Pocosin. Wow. Uh, 
um, you know, you're this white guy, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm mixed a mud of everything. You know, I've got a native, a quarter native, a quarter black, uh, and, and, and a half Sicilian, um, mutt, um, you know, that, that this, this, this white guy, you know, just picked up and moved out into the coast. Wow. Um, so, uh, you know, that, that was pretty, uh, pretty bold of him, uh, but, you know, it's amazing, you know, I, I, Pocosin is my home, you know, I, I feel more at home um, now, even at 40, um, in that town, you know, um, I, I recently, uh, going through a separation where my wife and I sold our home um, in New Kent County, um, but uh, I feel more at home um, at Pocosin than I, than I, than I, than I have any, in any town. Wow. Um, and that that that's that's uh that's that's speaking volumes for the people of Pocosin, yeah. uh, on how they 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 it was the exact opposite of what uh, everyone feared. Uh, for me in my situation, it was great. You know, uh-huh. uh, I I still have many many of my brothers that you know, um, I I consider just that my my brothers that are still there. You know that I go visit and you know they uh, they just man it's just the warmest warmest town um that that embrace embraces wrestlers you know yeah i mean my 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 principal her name was miss judy mccormick (laughs) i mean is that if that you know doesn't tell you anything the biggest wrestling family and uh i'd say the biggest one of the one of the if not the biggest wrestler the biggest wrestling family right now presently you know they've sent uh two or three through uh uva and right. uh they're shooting out doctor ncaa uh wrestling doctors you know uh it's pretty cool you know uh, cool. you know mike uh his his you know he's got i think he's on his third his third son in college second or third um yeah. and uh that's that's just amazing and then dr pat mccormick you know i i look up to people like you know it's uh yeah. pat mccormick's the head ncaa official i mean you know, this yeah. is like, man, you, you're, that's huge. How could you not love wrestling? And how could you not love the town of Pocosin, you know, when you're embraced by people like that? Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, just great, you know, yeah. um, just great. You know, it was a great time. I, I absolutely love, uh, Pocosin, you know, and, uh, maybe one day, uh, you know, I don't know, you know, maybe I'll be 50, 60. Uh, maybe one day I'll end up back there and, uh, on the water retiring and, and, and helping out with the program yeah. you know who knows maybe how, how far away where are you living right now uh right now i'm actually uh surprisingly enough i'm uh, i'm in uh in in ocean view um okay um right I, I love the beach uh my baby uh she loves the beach so you know when we we left new kent we sold the house um you know, I figure what's the next best thing to the woods is, is the salt water. You know, we're crazy about the water. You know, the baby and I, you know, we've got a little 13-foot whaler still. We still got the little baby, and then we've got the 22, and um, we're, we're fanatics, you know. The baby and I are fanatics, you know, when it comes to fishing, the salt water, you know, just everything about it. So it's like, you know, we, you know, she, uh, she didn't, she, she loves the woods, you know, the yeah. princess, and she, uh, you know, I said to her, I said, uh, you know, it's funny. I, she loves the woods, man. She, uh, I said to her, I, I said, uh, you, you, you ever want to live, live by the beach or by the water? She's like, 
She's like, no, I love I, the woods. No, she loves the woods, right? Because, yeah. you know, we, you, she loves speed. You know, we, we, we did a lot of four-wheeling, you know. We had five acres, um, you know, up in the country. And our daddy had made trails all around. And she loved riding on the four-wheeler with dad, you know. Anything, anything, you know. We get on a tractor. She's right there with me, you know. She's in daddy's lap, you know. We, we, uh, we're on the, the golf cart. She's right there in daddy's lap, you know. So... So uh, finally, you know, once, once, I, you know, I, I'd explained to her that, you know, this someone news home, you know, and, uh, you know, and it was neat, you know, being able to, to, to explain, you know, that. And, um, and uh, so we ended up, uh, you know, ended up, you know, Hey, you want to, you want to go down to the beach and, and, and buy the water all and she loves it. You know, yeah. she, uh, it's neat. We, uh, the, the first, you know, our first day we, you know, we rented a little house down here and, uh, you know, it's uh, we were fortunate enough for it to be on the water, and uh, you know, the first day, uh, you know, we're we're here. The baby's like, um, she's like, she's like, Daddy, my my, my belly's rumbling. <laughs> it's the cutest thing in the world, but she t- yeah. she's telling me she's hungry. You know, <laughs> yeah. she's like, my belly's my belly's rumbling. I'm like, I'm like, all right, babe. Well, we gotta we gotta go get in the truck. We're gonna have to go get something to eat. She's like, I don't want to leave that. <laughs> I don't want to leave, <laughs> you know, so, so yeah. it's pretty neat, you know, yeah. that, uh, that it was that easy, you know, uh, yeah. to transition. So uh, you, you mentioned, you just mentioned fishing and, um, tell, tell the people here what, uh, the biggest fish you've ever caught just to give them some context. Cause what you were, you and I were talking before we started this, this show here, yeah. what's the biggest fish you've ever caught? So, um, the, the largest fish we caught was, uh, he was, he was about 900 pounds. Um, we caught a, a that's so a, wild. You know, there's the biggest giant bluefin we caught, and I've killed I don't know. Um, we've killed I've I've killed uh, 20 21 um, fish of this size. Well, not that big. That's the biggest. Anywhere from four three fifty to 900 pounds. So when you get a 900 pound fish, what do you do with that? You sell it? Do you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he, he's uh, that's the sushi that you know yeah. is going to Japan. Um, <laughs> all, right, uh, all right, that makes sense. So, so the nine hundred pound fish isn't as good as the four hundred fifty pound fish. Okay, uh, with the round belly, um, you know, because it's it's just a lot of meat for you know. You figure it's all got to be consumed fresh, you yeah. know. As um, soon as we kill it, you know, we uh, you know, we uh, it takes out on us a couple hour fight, and then you get him up, and then you got one opportunity. You know, we like to think, you know, it's like one opportunity, right, to throw a spear, a dart, yeah. um, and a heavy pole um, with line tied off, you know, and, uh, and then you you pull them back, you bleed them out, you know, to do it right, you're gonna bleed that fish. Um, you know, I'm gonna do that without telling too many of the secrets, you know. Um, I have too many people out there doing it. Um, but anyway, you know, they're endangered, you know, the bluefin or they're yeah. endangered, uh, you know, so, um, but, uh, yeah, so, so then once you, you, you bleed them out and you, you swim them, you know, uh, you get them in the boat, you properly dress him, you know, you, you get all his guts, you know, and, you know, you, you, uh, you cut his bands, you know, you, you get him, uh, you get him iced over immediately, you know, um, you got to treat that fish like gold. Yeah. Uh, Cause it's gold, you know, his meat, you know, you don't want his meat getting all hot and funky, you know, right. Um, 
you know, a lot of people do that to these fish, you know, and it's, it's, it's not right, you know, and so yeah. it's kind of how, how the market's, you know, market's a little messy, you know, um, people bringing in hot fish and laying them on the uh, deck, you know, and um, messing up the money, you know, messing up the market, messing up the meat, mm -hmm. and, you know, in the, in the, in the species, in, 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 in my opinion, you know, uh, you, you don't need to kill that fish if you're not going to properly uh, dress him, you know, and, 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 and present him to the, to the, to the man, you know, yeah. to send them off so so then once we uh you know once we do all that we're on the way back you know you you take him uh you know you take him to the uh fish house and they pull him off with your crane and uh you know weigh him and uh you know immediately cut whatever the other half of his head off and uh and uh and then they they they, they pack him you know they they test you know they 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 shoot the little deal and and check his uh his fat content and um, they, you know, they're checking his color and, uh, and, uh, and, and depending on how well you did, you know, you've got to, you know, like I say, that, that prep and that prep works. And as you kill them, you know, you can't just bring a hot, nasty fish to the dock, right. which people do all the time. And it's, it's not exactly, uh, it's not cool. You know, um, it's not cool. Um, but you know, once you do that, then, uh, then, you know, we bring them back and, and, they, and they immediately put them in boxes and they, and they throw ice on them and they, and they send them on an airplane. Wow. You know, and he goes to Japan. Wow. Uh, he goes to Japan and, 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 and they're, uh, within 24 hours, you know, wow. they're uh, less than that, you know, it's quick. I mean, they're mm -hmm. on a plane and, uh, and uh then then they're they're uh they're bidding on the fish right. you know um so it's, yeah, it's pretty nice. neat it's it's, that is it's pretty, super, cool. pretty cool yeah pretty cool and then if you recreationally kill one of them giants which which you know we've done uh you end up with you got a lot of meat you know to give away yeah and everybody loves tuna so it's that's 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 really fun i i enjoy that too you know yeah. uh, you know i i've been able to you know spend a lot of a lot of, you know, a lot of, lot of time, you know, feeding, you know, just everybody loves tuna, you know, um, you know, it's pretty neat. Absolutely. So, so I got, I got one or two more questions here about wrestling here. Um, so uh, back in the day in the nineties, you know, weightlifting was not as sophisticated as it is today. You know um, what kind of, you know, strength building did you do? Did you do a lot of weight room work? Did you do, uh, or did you? Yeah, so uh, um, a little bit, not really. Um, I uh, I like to think I was I was pretty natural. Yeah. Uh, with uh, with with explosiveness and yeah. uh, you know uh, we 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 really didn't do any working out. I did pull ups. You yeah. know, we, we our working. Our idea, I guess you would say, of working out was uh, was more so uh, repetitious, you know, drilling. Yeah, that that would that would be as far as. Um, now I would say, uh, yeah, actually, you know what? No, no, let me take that back. How could I forget <laughs> that I wasn't allowed to go out until I worked out? Okay. So we would come home from those four-hour practices, um, and. Uh, Curtis and I, uh, it's funny, we, uh, um, you know, my dad, uh, Tim, you know, that's, uh, he sat downstairs, we, we had his workout room that was above where he would, when he would get home from, uh, from work, um, and we'd be home from practice, 
we had to run on the treadmill and we had to work out before we were allowed to go out. Okay. Uh, so you can imagine if four hour workout started at three, yeah. four, five, six, seven, <laughs> seven o'clock. Yeah. So then we get home about seven fifteen, seven thirty, and then so we have to yes lift and you know we'd have to run on a treadmill and he he would take the weights and first he'd take the treadmill and crank it all the way up you know so the thing is sitting okay. like this okay <laughs> and then he would take weights and stack it underneath the wheel so then it's sitting like this <laughs> <laughs> so you can imagine how i i got a tech ball in the state finals it's because yeah. i could breathe better than anybody i bet i bet you could. <laughs> i mean you'd rest you had to run the match um three minutes two minutes and two minutes wow and um and 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 and, and he would listen for your footsteps downstairs you know if uh <laughs> if, if you weren't running that's when you heard him. That's when he come upstairs. Yeah. You know? So, so you you had to you had to you had to make it happen, and that that was uh, that was part of our workout. You know, um, that was that was as far as the lifting, and you know, yeah. as far as the school, we didn't do any. But yeah, we we I forgot. Yeah, so yeah. so it was like four four hours and forty five minutes of working out in high school. Wow! Wow! Every, that's. Yeah, that's that's some those are some solid yeah that's some solid work you were putting in every day every single day every day you know? was, was there was there one match or one tournament you know that meant the most to you when you won it or was there or was there one goal that you had specifically that you feel like you put above all others when you were when you were training um I'd say, uh, well, I mean, I never won a national title. I always came really short. Um, I'd say uh, about the best medal that I think I have still is uh, is winning the Beast of the East. Yeah. Um, that tournament was – it's a prestigious tournament. Uh, it um, – you know, I, I, I almost canned it, you know, I, I, I pretty much, you know, I'd wrestled a guy from a guppy and then I wrestled Scott Moore. I think uh, Scott and I wrestled and we had a great match. It was a tough match. I found out who he was. Um, I think it was like five to three. And that was in the semifinals, I believe. Uh, he, he, I mean, he was tough um, on top, especially. I mean, I couldn't get off the bottom. <laughs> Coach Boone, I know him. Man, he he didn't like that boy. You you rust coach. You rust for Coach Boone, and you don't get off the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> you better tighten up. That's yeah. all I got to say. You better get off the bottom. <laughs> um, but um, no, I I I had a hard time with Scott. He you know he was very tough, and and um, then I I made it to the finals, uh, and I was the only one. Um, well, Mike Akers did. He lost. Uh, and uh, he he his Josh Moore beat Mike uh, in in uh, and then uh, how I, I wrestled uh, Mike Maney. Um, I built up a I think it was like twelve to five and uh, a nice lead and then and then and then uh, and then I somehow I ended up going straight to my back. Mm. He almost pinned me. Wow. <laughs> I was like, 
I almost went from like winning this tournament to getting pinned in the finals, you know? So, so I just held on just long enough, man, as I was on my back, man, I 12 to 10. Uh, wow. so that's, uh, I'd say that's probably my best medal, you know, winning the beast of the East. It, uh, it could have turned out a different way. Um, I ended up still hanging on for that gold, you know, and, yeah. uh, you know, that's, uh, that was, that was probably the best one. That was the best one for me. You know, I, I, the cadet national second meant a lot to me beating Mike Parazola in the semifinals. Uh, but, but, you know, obviously getting second place yeah. as a wrestler, we don't want to get second. I mean, if anything, I'd rather get third. Right. Um, yeah. So the beast of the East, that was, uh, yeah. and, and, and that state final, you know, winning that, that final, you know, when coach says, you know, it's a split, you know, coach says, uh, you got, I need a tech fall, man. You know, that, that was great, man. Yeah. Was, I don't think I could have, I could have asked for uh, a better ending to our high school career because yeah. we won a team state championship and an individual all in all in one. You know, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I thought cool. That was cool. So you mentioned that you you stayed off the mats for like sixteen years, um, yeah. which which I did also. I, I stayed off the mat for a long time. You know, um, any particular reason? why you uh why you stepped away from wrestling like that um yeah actually um so so my college decision wasn't um exactly the best wrestling decision i i like i I mentioned neosho county um where i should have went if i wanted to become the best um and if i think i'm sure that if i would have went to neosho i could I would have been at least in uh, a couple time all American. My goal would have been a couple time NCAA champion. And I think I could have won my NCAA titles. I think I would have done it there. Um, But uh, I decided to go to Lock Haven. Um, And um, for many reasons, I'm glad I did go to Lock Haven. Um, You know, my life wouldn't be where it's at. Um, You know, all my friends, you know, the whole, my whole life would have flipped. I'd be coaching a college right now if I would have went to the O show. Yeah. Um, I, I would be stuck out in the Midwest somewhere and I, I wouldn't know what salt salt water was, you know, I mean, you know, with right. short of, uh, you know, fishing, you know, a little bit, but you know, that's, that's me, you know, that's, that's a part of who I am and my daughter and my, you know, my boys. And, um, you know, it's, uh, we, 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 you know, we like the salt and not, you know, wouldn't, uh, family wouldn't be what it is, but, yeah. uh, so Lock Haven, um, was um, was more of a coach Ruff, my high school coach. Um, that was more of a, a, a of his help. Um, and coach uh, knew a guy that helped me my first year. You know, I was prop forty eight. Um, I was ineligible because you know I'd uh, you know kind of bounced around in the foster mm-hmm. care system. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, so it was like you know it wasn't any fault of my own. You know, yeah. I just you know i didn't have match um you know um classes didn't line up yeah from this school to this school and after you know i don't know um i probably went to seven or eight high schools before we finally settled in you know it was uh you know this family and that family and you know so uh um 
you know, I was Prop 48. I ended up at Lock Haven. Um, Lock Haven was a wrestling town. It was yeah. a great wrestling town. Um, wonderful wrestling community. Um, I love it to death. Kind of like Pocosin. I, I go yeah. back. I went back uh, a year and a half ago. Coach Moore's there, and he's coaching at uh, Matt Town, USA. And uh, yeah. it's just great. You know, it's a great place. But at the time, Coach Poth stepped down. Um, my third year, Kerry Colat came in. And to have Kerry Colat as a coach, um, after all the coaches that I had, it's like, whoa, dude, you just, you got an Olympian coach now, dude. He, he just gave me his Nike shoe. <laughs> it's like, whoa, hold on, man. Like, man, you got an opportunity here, right? So my third year, I'd already had Jamar Billman as a workout partner, one of the best workout partners you could ever have. Just a little bit bigger than me, but the best. I had Adam Kaya, who was uh, from Turkey, uh, second in the World Cup. It's mm. awesome workout partner. Couldn't ask for better. Um, then I had Kerry Kolak come in my third year, you know, um, and it was like, all right, I can win a national title at Lock Haven. I got Kerry Kolak, you know, yeah. like, how could I not do this, you know? So, and Kerry was, you know, he got me back, you know, mentally right, you know. Okay. Um, you know, because I'd become complacent and um, just complacent with just going through the motions, you know. Um, I, I, I had very good coaching as a youth, you know. So um, so when Kerry came, it was like, all right, great, man, we're going to do this. And then, um, well, um, Coach Poth stepped down. Um, there was some coaching change, and then Coach Bonomo took over. Um, and, uh, Kerry Colat was no longer a part of the staff. And, uh, mm -hmm. and that's when I went to transfer out. Um, I, I, uh, I being coached by coach Morlam at an earlier time. Um, I immediately reached out to coach Morlam. You know, I wanted to be a part of uh, coach Morlam at Virginia Tech, you know, mm -hmm. uh, he was at Tech at the time. Uh, my, my teammate, Mike Akers was there. Mm -hmm. uh, Chris Stith was there. Um, and, um, so we went and visited, um, Virginia Tech, um, you know, um, and, um, it was, things were pretty well set up, you know, I was going to mm -hmm. transfer to Tech, you know, and, uh, you know, it was the year when Michael Vick pretty much, you know, boosted, the the whole school. Absolutely. So two weeks prior to going to start school at Virginia Tech. Coach Morlam was like, hey, bud, you know, I got some bad news. You're going to have to um, take a math at the junior college up the road. Um, I've got you set up. You'll have to take a math um, because you didn't take a math, you know, at Lock Haven, yeah. not because of any bad grades or anything. I actually did really well in college, um, you know, because um, I had stability, you know. I was in one place, you know, yeah. um, as would most people be able to do with stability. Um so it was like at that point it was like whoa hold on man do i really want to keep doing this man i'm not you know um yeah at which point carrie called um his buddy at the olympic training center he had uh, i think i forget who was there um there was like 15 beds there and carrie's like look dude I, I got you a bed at the olympic training center you know you can you can you can go train for freestyle you know um, and at that point, I was completely done. I was like, no more wrestling. That's it. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm going to Old Dominion. I'm going home. <laughs> yeah. I'm going home, man. I was done. Man. That was it, you know, um, which I look back. One of those things I wish I hadn't done, you know, from my wrestling standpoint. But, but had I had I um, had I had I made a different decision, then life wouldn't work out the way it has. So yeah. You, but you know, you you sit back and you think, man, I I would have loved to become an Olympic wrestler too. You know, I feel like I was better at freestyle than I than I was um, in folk style. Uh, much better. Um, I. Uh, Carrie showed me a gut wrench, man. I tell you, and I never got to use it. He he showed me how he he did it a lot of turning, you know. Um, you know, he he pretty much perfected my gut wrench, and, uh, yeah. and I never got to I never got to use it, you know. Yeah. Uh, so so maybe maybe some little kid, you know. I don't know. I'm I'm getting older. As I get older, I kind of want to coach. You know, I want to get back. You know, this is a yeah. great sport. I I really thought a lot about. Um, you know, uh, having a club, you know, um, I want my own club. Uh, I think, uh, I think, uh, I think, you know, in this later part of life, you know, uh, as, as business, you know, as I get it where I want to get it, you know, yeah. uh, things get a little more comfortable, you know, uh, stable when I, you know, get, get, get that to where it's, it's okay. I'd like to, I'd like to really fully, I'd like to dedicate myself back to this sport. You know, I feel like this sport here is, uh, it's like no other, you know. Yeah. Um, so true. It's, it's a sport that, that, that teaches you that you're responsible for your own actions. Yeah. You know, whatever you put into something, you're going to get back, you know. Um, it is it's just great, man. It, it teaches you work ethic, you know, um, it, it really, it, it's great for business, you know, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I would hire a wrestler. Yeah. Over any, uh, sport, um, athlete, you know, I, uh, yeah. just because I know the dedication and the level of dedication that a wrestler brings to the table um because it's one-on-one -on -one, man you get your butt kicked by yourself or you win by yourself one or the other and it's all based on what you do to prepare yourself you know um it doesn't get any more cut and dry or any more clear um of why wrestling is just just a great sport you know um which i you know i uh I have to get back at some point, you know, I've got, I've, I've been coached by too many um, wonderful coaches, you know, um, compiled into me, you know, um, to not give it back. I, I think I may be a better coach one day than, than I ever was an athlete. You know, I really do. I, I firmly believe that, you know? Um, well, you know, I, I think the, uh, the nice thing about coaching is you get more time at it. You know, you can, at, you can perfect it for a longer yeah. period of time, you know, we, you know, uh, I think back to my wrestling, you know, I really only had about four years to, uh, to, to get as good as I could get. Now I could have stayed with it longer, but, but I, I, I didn't start super early and, yeah. uh, you know, and that, that's a short career. Um, and, you know, as a coach, you know, pretty soon I'll have coached longer than, than I competed. Um, and, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, that, that is one of the nice things, though, about coaching. You know, you get to give back and you get more time to really figure out how to become a good coach, you know. Yeah. And, uh, 
you know, so uh, I think, you know, obviously the kids would benefit tremendously from, from you getting a club. And I wish you were up closer in Northern Virginia. I'd love to, to have you come into the Yorktown wrestling room up yeah, here in Arlington. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I mean, if I'm ever up that way, I definitely will stop in. Uh, you got an open no invitation. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I would, uh, I definitely, you know, I, I love getting in different rooms, you know, yeah. um, I, I, you know, I, uh, I have been, uh, you know, here recently, I've uh, had an opportunity to get in a Granby room. Okay. Uh, that's been fun. Um, these kids, uh, they remind me <clears throat> kind of myself, you know, a lot of myself, you know, yeah. um, I, I saw some of the kids, you know, they, they one of the kids didn't have any shoes, you know, okay. um, and uh, yeah. that was pretty motivating, you know, to see uh, to, yeah. to, these athletes, these, these guys are just, just athletes, man. Um, but they didn't know anything. Remember like, uh, like earlier I was saying, coach had me doing a high crotch up and down the mat, up and down the mat, up, down the mat you know um so you know i um i i i, I that that's hum that was very humbling you know mm -hmm. to to walk into that room like so i went from new kent's room um which you know they're just kicking everybody's they butt are. You know? um and these kids are just amazing and i and i'm gonna tell you they're they're gentlemen, you know, what, what gentlemen this sport creates, you know, um, these guys at New Kent, I mean, just humbling gentlemen, coach Foss, uh, what a great coach. I, you know, my hat goes off to that man. Um, because, and I'll tell you how he built that program is that man, um, is humble. He doesn't have an ego in front of him. Yeah. Um, you know, wrestling, um, a lot of the best don't have an ego. Um, and, uh, and, and I love that about this sport, you know, it takes your ego, man. I don't care. Um, you know, how good, you know, it did the most, the best wrestlers that I know and the best coaches, their, their egos out the window, Yeah. Um, you know, and, uh, to go, like I say, to go from, you know, being at this, this, this is perfectly, um, um, oiled machine at new Kent, um and to to walk into a program that doesn't have wrestling mats they well they got to roll the mats up <laughs> at granby you know that's 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 where i started you know that wow. was after high school you know we had to roll up the mats you know um and uh it's uh it's pretty humbling you know i it was uh very very humbling you know these these kids you know um it, it it'd be neat it'd be neat to uh you know, to, to, to have the time to dedicate, you know, to some athletes and, and to see how, how, how they pan out, you know, yeah, um, absolutely. you know, the perspective that I bring, you know, um, yeah, I feel like I've, I've had, I've had, I've had a, a many different, uh, people's, you know, styles thrown into the, the pile of me, this mutt. <laughs> so okay so we're gonna we got to wrap up in a moment but why don't you let folks know is there any what are you up to now is there anything they should get in touch with you about or uh you know anything uh you know any anything you want to want to put out there yeah so uh i'm just uh you know um enjoying life um i'm i'm at, at i'm just turned 40 I just turned 40 so you turn 40 either you got it figured out or you 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 you, you might want to try to figure it out so yeah. I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out I don't have it figured out yet um, 
you know, I'm, uh, I'm just, uh, I've been remodeling, you know, I'm just, uh, I've been remodeling. I, I, I uh, started out, you know, uh, I came home from college and started remodeling homes uh, okay. back in 2003. Um, you know, it's uh, kind of like a big kid in shop class, you know, is, uh, is what it is for me. It's just a lot of fun. A lot of passion. It's the uh, same thing that it's just like wrestling, you know, if you, you love something, you know, you put it all, all into it, you know. Uh, so I, I started that and, um, you know, I've been uh, just fixing up homes. I'm nice. Right now, I'm, uh, I call it a, a retirement plan, uh, starting this handyman company, you know, you okay. figure I'm 40 years old. I, um, I don't want to work uh, for the rest of my life uh, like an animal anyway. Um, you know, remodeling can be uh, pretty tough um, on your body. Um, at least me, I, I like to do it all. You know, I'm not scared of anything. I, yeah. I roof, I get on your roof. I'll, uh, I'll put your floors down in your kitchen, you know. Um, I'll go from that and uh, I'll frame you, frame you a garage or something, you know. Um, you know, but all, all that stuff uh, <clears throat> can be pretty uh, strenuous, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, so so as I as I as I'm winding down, I I don't know if you call it winding down or uh, 40, 40 to sixty, I guess. So yeah, I guess so. Um, I'm getting old, you know. Um, so I'm, <clears throat> I'm you know I'm I'm planning uh, planning myself, uh, you know, into this little handyman uh, any little handyman deal, you know. Um, you always wanted to be uh, the big guy building the houses and remodeling the whole house, and now I'm like. I just want to uh, enjoy fixing the little things here or there, you know. There you so, you know, if it, nice. you know, in this area, you know, Hampton Roads area, that's uh, if I can get out and be of help, you know, that's uh, that's all I'm doing anymore. Um, I'm doing that and a little bit of fishing and uh, other than that, just Very loving cool. life, man. Uh, life's great, you know. Uh, can't uh, can't beat it, man. You know, you just uh, you 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 you. You have fun. Yeah. Uh, you just have fun where you at, you know, every day. You know, you know, you don't wait or, or put your happiness in any particular thing, man. That's uh you you've gotta you gotta enjoy life every day because it's pretty short, you know. Yeah. You never know when uh when when that's it. So well, I hope everybody who's listening, who's in the Hampton Roads area, if they need uh, a handyman, they need something like that, I hope they give you a call. I'm sure that the that people are will do that, and uh, you know, um, and I, I, you know, and I certainly hope that you, uh, you know, get a club together. Or you're able to get some some time coaching because I'm positive that the next generation is going to benefit tremendously from uh, from everything you've got to teach on that. Thank you, thank you. I cer I certainly appreciate it, uh, William. It's uh, it's it's been great. I've I've really enjoyed this. Uh, this uh this this you know this time that we've been able to spend uh reminiscing back on uh these these great times that that the sport um ha has allowed um it's uh it's it's just a great sport man you you there's there's there they call it the 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 greatest sport on earth you know yeah uh, and right. uh, and it's 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 more than one reason yeah i've i've got i've got plenty you know i've got plenty <laughs> 